We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are three years, five months, and 20 days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Ned. How are you, Mr. Wizard? I'm fine. You sound better. Yeah, you sound better. Uh-huh. How was the new variant? Well, I just lasted around for a good 48 hours, and that was it. Blew it out the corner of my ears, and that was a good Marmite and coffee, told you. Uh-huh. No hot cross buns and a jab. I haven't found any hot cross buns lately. Well, maybe they're having some supply chain problems coming out of Australia. Don't know. Had no idea. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. No, I'm fine. Um, Yeah. Lots going on. Stupid things going on. All There's the puppets are at things. play again. Uh-huh. Where would you like to start today? I don't know. Um, uh, well, the Italians are having a bitch at Macron. Yes, we talked about that last week. Well, we talked about it off air, didn't we? Did we? I, I thought it was so. on air. I thought it was on oh, air. Yeah, know. it was um, It was over something stupid. It was like just, yeah. uh, just petty bickering back and forth. He's... This is funny how... When everyone's making a move towards Africa and trying to manipulate those people over there again, uh, that Macron steps up and does all manner of things because he's he is just creating mayhem. And then, like, um, obviously to do with Africa because he's got his because he basically they print money for at least fourteen colonies and then drain the hell out of them in return. Fine, so that's been brought to the fore. Yeah. yeah, I thought we did. So that makes this. that makes Europe yeah. look bad, which works for other people, correct? But the thing is, also at home, he tries to make himself look good by removing the council tax on people who have their own homes and live in them. But in return, all the Brits from the UK that have bought their rundown shacks that were crumbling and everything and created a sort of second home and spent a decade rebuilding them. He's gone and said, anybody with a second home that doesn't live in it permanently can have a council tax rise of up to 60%. So basically, if you're a foreigner and you own property in the country, get out, is more or yeah, less what so he's, he's saying. He's basically said, I look good to my people, although really I'm causing chaos, which is going to backlash on France anyway, because you got the Niger coup and you've got, what was the other place? That was um, who has all the gold. Uh, well, we've, let me see. We've got Niger right now that's up in arms. We've got Nigeria that's up in arms. We've got Congo that's got Burkina, Burkina Faso or whatever it's called. They have a lot yeah. of gold. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the other ones. And so basically, 
They're having a coup. Niger's having a coup. So that's gold and uranium. That's not going to hurt France much, is it? No, of course not. Don't forget Sudan. Yeah, Sudan. So he's he's doing. He's somebody's pulling his strings just like they pull Trudeau's. So you know, that no string. That's a long string from from Paris to to Beijing. That's a long string, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And it gets twisted up with Canada's one as well. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a string going the other way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, 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 they all meet down in one snotty knot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that Macron, I mean, it, the trouble is it's so obvious. It is so obvious. And it's just adding to the chaos. What else is Europe up to? Oh, yeah. Someone's really grinding into these Europeans. You know, like... In Europe, it, you you had what you call a an allowance, a tax allowance, whether it's a, a hereditary um, or a death tax allowance. So if you owned agricultural land like all the vineyards or woodlands and that, yeah. there was an allowance. That's getting totally yeah. removed by April. Once yes. you are going to get t- taxed. Yeah, I believe the allowance was, if it's like an inheritance or something, I believe right now it's around 400 grand is is the allowance where they can't they can't touch it. Uh, but anything, you say they're, they're removing it they're completely? They're totally removing it. They're removing it. April. Yep. The whole thing. Oh, goodness. Yep. That's going to piss off yep. a lot of people. They're scrapping it. So that means no inheritance. That means no passing, no, no well, success? That, no, that means you are going to get taxed to the hilt on it. Right, if you want to keep it. But what yeah. you're saying is, is you that want to there's, pass no, it on, there's no passing it on anymore. That's, that's not, done. Not, not free. It still is in the UK. Yeah. Uh-huh. In the UK, if you have agricultural land, farms or woodland, you do not pay death tax here. Mm-hmm. Well, but I Europe, Europe, tax. well, that's how we call it here, death tax. It's death and taxes, yeah. It's, that's the only two things that are assured in life, isn't it? <laughs> so you can, so you can even tax death, yeah. You can tax everything twice in this world. But no, so you've got that on top of that. Also, um, well, yeah, I've told you about the second homes. Macron's a total moron. Europe is being totally pulled in all manner of directions, and it's making it really harsh and more harsh. And they really, they they can't see it. They can't see the wood for the trees, you know what I mean? It's just really, really stupid. Yeah. And the other thing they're pushing, oh, this is another... Carbon literacy training. Okay, I'm curious. I haven't heard this one yet. What is this? Carbon literacy training. So they're going to train you how to be an out-and-out Marxist when it comes to the environment. This is a corporate thing, basically. So basically, if you want to get on in your company, you've got to speak the right speak, walk the right walk, talk the right talk. It's always been that way. But Otherwise, you're not going to end. But they literally have a name for it now. It's called CLP, Carbon Literacy uh project it's a carbon literacy project yeah and we have something in this country called the fsu called the free speech union and they're really upset no don't blame them so if um, a company seeks accreditation as a carbon literate organization which now exists clos they're just making it up as they go along and they're just making it harder and harder and harder this is like um uh, a subset of those esgs yeah and they're just pushing this the staff need to subscribe to a specific view if they were willing to get on. I mean, that itself should be open to getting taken into the law courts. Yeah. Because that, that is, I mean, because that just leads to defam- defamation of character and everything when your choices go out the window. So that is going to cause problems. That just adds adds to it. Um, I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna dig. I think 
what I'm going to try and do is you remember the last time we were on and you said we've got to remind people of things that have been done so it's not forgotten. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to dig a, another nasty person up from the past. Cuz you remember those science those science festivals around 2015 and 2016 where the Fauci's of the world met in these science meetings mm-hmm. openly and said yeah. gave this speeches. is what the world needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. gave speeches over $7,000 a plate dinners talking about how there were going to be coming pandemics and everything else. Yeah, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of many. It's because, I mean, it's like... Yes, we've had all this. It doesn't matter about COVID anymore because COVID's out there. We know it's out there. It's going to be coming out with, well, if they want to create a variant, it doesn't really matter because it it always changes as quick as the common cold. It's there for us to stay. The best thing we've got is our own health to beat it. The one thing people have got to remember is the damaging aspect of it all was the vaccine, which affects your immune system, makes you more susceptible to COVID. That's the dangerous thing, people. And all the stress with the lockdowns and everything, they've been slightly ramping that up since, was about mid-August for the COVID stroke 2.0, where it is? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I have something on that uh, just now, actually. The... Um the pharmacists in in Germany. The, now this is this is being touted right now. Okay, this is out of uh, Der Spiegel, which is an outlet in Germany. Pharmacists expect an intensive vaccination campaign in autumn. BioNTech, mm-hmm. which is Moderna, BioNTech's Corona vaccine adopted to the new Omicron subvariant uh, XBB one point five or whatever, should be available from September 18th, just in time, because there are already signs of an early autumn wave. Will masks be necessary again? We all know, the world knows that the masks didn't do anything. The sane world knows that masks didn't do anything. Yeah, but even the insane world knows that. Or are we the insane world? I don't well, know I, where I, I think We're living in the insane world, but we're just kind of hanging on for dear life. While I mean, in this country, train. we've had that wonderful Professor Eagle, is it? She's oh, she's another WF. She's she's one of these people. She's one of these people that um, puts sneaks something into the BMJ Mm -hmm. about COVID is on the up again, and she also writes bits for the WEF on their platform, reiterating the same. So the WEF is in line with the BMJ and whatever points of view she wants to spout. But yeah, she's uh, basically uh, one of the directors of the University of London, and she is a nasty piece of work. She's just pushing this agenda and spouting COVID, 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 COVID again. And it's not not good. Um, If anybody comes across, so just mask her up from head to toe and then give her some concrete boots, I think. That would be nearly nice. And I understand that would be, yeah, I understand that would keep her well grounded in reality, I think, yeah? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, no. She's just spouting harm because this is all it is. This is just going to cause more harm to people. Uh, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and what happens? What happens when you have, you disagree with these? I mean, there was something happened in um, Norway <laughs> you know, like people, they have their opinions, you know, and they say things like, um, oh, I don't agree with this vaccine. And they say it on social media. There was a chap in Norway who said it on, um, oh, what was his name? Mr. Halland, Mr. Something, Harold something Halland. And he um, 
disagreed on Facebook and even wrote a letter to his senior doctor and the health ministry saying you shouldn't do the jabs, you shouldn't be giving it to the kids, you know, like everybody else that with any common sense says, you know, don't you think you should think twice about this? And well, apparently somebody anonymously, right, sent a message to the police that there's a, <laughs> there's a chap on Facebook called Mr. Holland who's mentally deranged. And on the say-so of this anonymous expert, two care workers, along with two police, forcibly removed him from his house. Mm-hmm, yeah. And took him to um, a, what you could say, I think it was one of the university hospitals at Stavanger, and um, interned him in there. So we, from we saw an the anonymous person... Yeah. So... And he was he was interned there. I think um, it might have been about mid July, and then he was released on the twenty eighth. And there was um, a certain person within the ranks of that university who was very pro using force. Said um, he's all right now, but he 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 um, he he's mentally unstable when he makes these conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. You know, we saw this uh, happen to people in Australia that were taking to social media, that were advertising about uh, taking part in protests and things like that, you know, anti-COVID, anti-lockdown protests and whatnot. And I actually saw a video of, of police in Australia going in and arresting a pregnant woman in her home for making an online post. Well, that's really... Uh, oh, it was this bad. Is the problem. Yeah, this, was this, bad. This, is, this is the problem. When the police don't protect the people... And protecting the gender, you know your society's ready for collapsing. It's just wrong, yeah? And, yeah, his name was Trond Harold Halland. I just found found the note I wrote in him. Yes. And he was outspoken about such things as the WF, climate change, and vaccine passports, etc., and vaccines to children. And it's, it's ridiculous because, to this date, it was an anonymous person reported him to the police. And on that anonymous person's say-so... The police went in and removed him forcibly from his home. I mean, he's got a lawyer now, but I mean, personally, so he's been forcibly removed from his home. He's been locked up in a mental institution or a hospital. I wonder if he's mentally unstable now because of that. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, it's I just, would imagine I mean, so. They did the yeah. same thing in Canada. This was this was a thing. I mean, like this this actually happened. I saw police kicking in people's doors because of an online post they made. Yeah, but about, then the, the, their medical colleges in Canada actually said it should be seen as a what was it a mental aberration if you actually openly speak out against COVID and everything, and you're giving it really. And this is it. it, it this is a, you cannot be. I mean, this, this oppression is getting a bit stupid. I'll one-up you on this, okay? So you ready for this one? Go for it. You're not going to need somebody to anonymously rat on you online anymore. Check this out. You can rat the yourself. US, <laughs> no, not exactly. The U.S. Special Operations Command has contracted a New York-based Accrete AI to deploy software that detects real-time disinformation threats on social media. Ooh. On so you social see, media. Yeah, yeah. You mm. see, so you see, you're not going to need somebody ratting on you in, in the future. They're just going to apply an algorithm to it, and the police will be knocking on your door as soon as you post so, it. So they, not that they don't already splice into your um, telephone lines and listen in on them as well? No, I can't imagine. They, no, you see, they need a warrant for that, and I'm sure that they get those. I'm sure that they do. I'm sure they go through a court and, and get those. Yeah. 
Yeah, and nobody else sees them. No, of course, yeah, nobody else sees me. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to see that. No. <laughs> Shouldn't those that. things be made public? <laughs> of course they should. The company's <laughs> Argus Anomaly Detection AI software analyzes social media data accurately capturing emerging narratives. They don't say what those are, emerging narratives, and generating intelligence reports for military forces to speedily neutralize disinformation threats. Oh, dear God. This is bad. It is bad, because under that umbrella of that title, they can make anything disinformation. Yep. Anything they deem that like this, this is what people don't understand. You know, they, they don't, the, the average person, they don't grasp what's actually being done. I'm in the process of, of trying to get some things done here behind the scenes. And I'll, I'll be telling you about it pretty soon. Uh, probably as soon as we finish recording, I just haven't had the time to bring up to speed on it, but I'm trying to get some, some things done. This is something that we wanted to do about two and a half, three years ago, and we got stonewalled. And we're just now getting to a point where you're starting to see a solution for us to, to be able to make these moves. People just don't understand. They don't they understand. Don't no, Well, yeah, they don't want to know. But people don't understand what's going on behind the scenes and how things are like doors are being closed on people and they just don't even realize it. Oh, yeah. I mean, how well it's like it's like the populations are being corralled like cattle. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just fed down these lines until, well. What you do to the, all the cattle at the end when they get to the end? They get butchered. All yeah. that out. Depends yeah. who decides what. Depends who it's decides like the, what. It's like the sheep. When you put the sheep down the uh, down the runs there, what do you think is going to happen to them? You know, they'll just they'll follow the one right in front of them. <laughs> who chooses it? Who chooses it? The ten to fifteen thousand who think they're above everybody else. Oh yeah, and in this country, they're not only going to. I mean, they're pushing this COVID thing from the first of September. Uh huh. All students at secondary schools are to be offered what they call a flu vaccine. And this is going to be a nasal spray. Now, people have got to be wary about this because, yes, it's free on the, on the NHS. So why are they starting to vaccinate the healthy again? That's things you got to hang on. Why are we vaccinating the healthy? you got to question that. And if you look into the history of it, um, in 2021, there was a study done in Hong Kong where they used flu vaccine nasal sprays, yeah? And basically, they found out that 80% plus of the causes of flu in children was caused by the actual flu spray. And so that was, you know, that, that big outcry happened there. So once again, vaccines are making you susceptible. If you're in the UK and you're listening to this, don't let your kids just get vaccinated at school. I do not understand. There should be an outcry from parents about schools. Some of us try it. Some of us go there and say, you shouldn't be vaccinating children at school. It's got nothing to do with you if you're um, because you're just being a, a political mouthpiece, basically. And, and, and plus, that's another interruption to their education. I mean, and they're not getting enough time as it is. And kids don't need those sort of interruptions because basically what you say in the chaotic side of a young teenager who maybe doesn't want to be at the school and you're going to give him the excuse of to not to be there, yeah, vaccinate me, I'm off. Like, they will just won't turn up to school, will they? I wouldn't. If I had an option <laughs> to get vaccinated or to be in the school, guess what? Uh, I'm not going to be there. Uh, yeah, well, that'd be you. But they would take it. If somebody told them, if you get vaccinated, you might come susceptible to it. Does that mean I'll get some time off? <laughs> yeah, so they'll go take it, yeah. They'll take a double dose and that'll be it. Uh, it's just, uh, it's the, the aspect of it, the idea of it is 
total manipulation. Well, they do it and, in those areas because they feel as though they can get away with it because the children are isolated from the protection of their parents when they're in those institutions for the day. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that is what I call informed consent with you. So what do you think of VADES? VADES. Is this the uh, the vaccinated uh um, autoimmune deficiency syndrome. So this is yeah, like the when vaccine you, when you, acquired immune yep, deficiency yep. syndrome. Uh-huh. Now, now, if everything we were saying was untrue, why is there a heading like that now? You know, we we ran across this pretty early on. Uh, GP actually brought it up when he was still around. You know, the poor guy, he's awful busy these days. He's dealing with another hurricane, bless him. But he pointed this out in the early days when Australia, when they came up with with a vaccine first, they started using it because they took whatever uh, viruses that they could get their their hands on with uh, SARS-CoV-2 and they reversed it and they created the vaccine. And they realized that when they were giving people the vaccine, they were turning up with that, with the uh, they were the, the becoming susceptible. Yeah, yeah, and they couldn't figure out why. And they're like, uh, "Wait a minute, this is bad. This is really bad." That's the first place we saw it was in Australia, right after the first exactly. vaccine. Exactly, and that that is that is where the truth of it is out. So the point is, go back to the date when that happened. Then they become fully aware, and somebody rubs their fingers and goes, "Wow, we'll vaccinate them." They become susceptible then we'll boost them and boost them and boost them and boost them. So it, it becomes, what's the difference between manslaughter and murder? One's planned and the other one is accidental. Mm-hmm. So when you become knowledgeable about harm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you intentionally do it, then it becomes murder. You intentionally do it. Yeah. The big, massive step. And so 2.0 can only be intentional. murder. Yeah, intentional. If you can't figure this out, if you're if you're a doctor, if you're a medical professional, if you're a, if you're a a so-called academic, which that's not saying a whole lot these days, but if you're one of these people and you're intentionally doing this now, then I can't as you said, I can't think of another way to put it. You're- okay, then. Let's there's something else came out the other day on a, a Freedom of Information Act. I, I followed one back, yeah, because as much as anything else, adults you have a choice. As far as I'm concerned, you want to go jab yourself, you want to commit suicide, you want to harm yourself, go ahead, as long as that you're not harming others directly or indirectly. If you're doing knowingly, you know, leaving children behind that you could have cared for and that, that's your conscience, you know. But, right, there, there was a doctor and he's, he's been an obstetrician and a gynecologist for 40 odd years, yeah? And his wife is an attorney, Yes. And between them, they went for a Freedom of Information Act. Yes. Because they were fed up. And this was, remember at the time where um, you had, was it the HSS? And I think there was a certain person within the HSS was going in tally with Pfizer and that to stop the information coming out for 75 years. Do you remember that? Yes, they, the Pfizer people were trying to suppress everything for 75 years because they said they needed time. Well, yeah. Well, it wasn't just them. It was the H, that was the HSS was. Uh, um, you mean HHS, Health and Human Services? H- uh, yeah, HHS. Yeah, okay. That's one of yours. I just want to make sure. Yeah, Health and Human Services or yeah, Human okay. Health Services. HHS, got it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, apologies for that. But um, there was a, a certain person in there called Mark Weber, I think. He was a Deputy Assistant Secretary, right? Now, they accrested the suppression of it, yeah, and then we know that the Pfizer 5.3.0.6 post-marketing data came out and everybody went, blooming hell, this is, they knew about this. And that all started to spill out, didn't it? Well, this Mr. Weber, alongside 
trying to suppress the Pfizer data and kept it down, right? There was a campaign going and it was somewhere, it was over $10 million put into this. Brought it created, <laughs> don't. It created a campaign of what they called influence to hundreds of organizations. And this went across the board. They tried to influence churches. And I'll give you two of the names which came out in this Freedom of Information Act, which I found really bad, but it just proves what it's like out there. Basically, the cell was to say the COVID vaccine was safe and effective, MRI injections necessary to the most vulnerable of the population, pregnant women. And this is how they tried to push it. So they went to push it through it. And two of the, it's an interesting piece of information. Two of the people on this massive list, there's the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists and the Society of Maternal Fetal Medicine, right? Now, they signed a contract with the HHS. Now, this contract, that's the Health and Human Services, yeah? And basically, this came out that if they didn't follow... They were not allowed to deviate, and this is literally written in it, they were not allowed to deviate one bit from the narrative of the health and human services. And if they did, they would be liable to pay the money back, right? And because of this, the narrative was pushed. Now, it's known that the mRNA can cause damage to placentas, fetuses, newborns, etc., etc., and it's all out there, So, and all the information that's come out. But the really... Nasty thing is, if you actually ask an obstetrician or a gynecologist that any inflammation during pregnancy could be catastrophic. It can, yes. I Even I know that. Yeah. And yet they pushed this they did for it money. Yeah, they did it anyway. Yeah. And they pushed it for money. And um, this doctor and his wife have managed to get it out. And it is, I'll tell you what, it's a one hell of an evil read. I couldn't. I never want to meet that bloke, I'm telling you, Mark Webber. No, absolutely uh, not. I, 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 I tell you, it's, and actually they made, uh, and I, they made a substack out of this, or his wife did, the attorney, yeah, they made the substack out of it, and it was, I had to read it because I'm not well read in the Bible, yeah, and they called it the covenant of death. And apparently, looking into it, it was a phrase from Isaiah. So people, they've created a substack where people can look at this stuff, yeah? And um, some of it goes like, Therefore, hear the word of the Lord, you scoffers who rule the people of Jerusalem. You boast, we have entered into a covenant with death, with the realm of the dead. We have made an agreement, for we have made a lie our refuge and a falsehood our hiding place. And they've put this information out there and they're trying to really get people to see it. And they are really upset about this because, I mean, and that's the substack. The substack is called Covenant Death and they just bang. And they're putting loads of stuff out there and this Freedom of Information Act. And it was, it was when you, when you look around and you look at things and I thought, what's that substack? And I had to look into it. Then I backtracked and I found out this Freedom of Information Act. And I went, whoa, but it's all out there, people. And if they're pushing it again, you've got to be careful, man. It is just so, so wrong. And, you know, like um, you mentioned doctors willingly doing things under knowledge. If you actually end up going to hospital, that goes for anybody, yeah. If you're in um, any medical predicament, ask a question of the nurse or the doctor who's treating you. Say, are you willing to lose your job to save my life? Because in the first round, I'd say not many did. 
Are they actually saving people's lives, though? No, but the question is, are you willing... The idea is, are you willing to lose your job to save my life, that means... Oh, to stop. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Would you give me bad medicine just to save your own neck? To save your neck, yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you see what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, but... That that's the sort of question you got to ask. I have well, I I have that question, and I have others. I, how can you? I, I've got many yeah. others, but well, how can you somebody. be? Yeah, how can you be? I I was making this point with uh, Melissa earlier this week. I said, how can you be so blind as a as a medical professional? How can look, I'll, I'll put it another way? How can you call yourself a medical professional now? How can you call yourself a medical professional if you're still following this, if you haven't taken it upon yourself to do, do no your harm. own research? Yeah. Mm, how, yeah. How can you, you swear to do no harm and think you're doing the right thing? And exactly. by, by this point, you know, it, with everything that's going on, I mean, it, you can't seriously believe that we're having epidemics of, uh, of heart and cardiac issues, cardiac, cardiac infarctions, whatever you want to call them. Another professional football player dropped on the pitch earlier this week. But you can't seriously think that this is all how it's supposed to be. You can't tell me that. See, the biggest problem they've got is even if they're in self-denial that they're giving it, well, I mean, I've stopped my family from taking this, but I want to keep my job because I've got to support them. But with every step that you allow that harm to happen, you reinforce it so they can push it even further. It spirals out of control because even if you do not administer that yourself, but you don't only use your knowledge to stop it, you are still, what's the word? Complicit? Yeah. This is it. If you know something and you ignore it and harm is caused by it, and then you continue to do that, what 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 number do you, do you, are you complicit to? I mean, not only if you went to any country... And looked, they even put the numbers out there. There are excess deaths everywhere. And if you think, as long as somebody shouts climate change, sorry, that is the most ridiculous thing out there. It is. It's just ridiculous. And I'm going back to that science festival thing. Yeah, at the moment, because of this climate change, one of the biggest things they talk about is we've got to stop. People eating meat and stuff like that and cull the cattle. Well, there was a science festival in 2010, I think. Or no, in fact, there were several between 2010 and 2016. This one was one of the latest ones, which is 2016. It's a World Science Festival. And there was a Dr. Matthew Liao there. I think that's how you pronounce his word. Apparently, he's a philosopher and a bioethicist. That does my head in. Well, that's just, that doesn't ethicist. mean a whole lot these days, does it? Well, yeah. I mean, you, you look at Mr. Fouch's partner, stroke wife. Yeah. yeah. She was supposed to be the regulator mm-hmm. on the ethics side of things. And what has he done? Right. So he had a talk on human engineering to help climate change. Right. And here's a quote from me. He said, basically, there's powerful genetic tools that allow scientists to alter the DNA of any organism with tests on human embryos already underway. Even more ambitious synthetic biologists are on the verge of creating a genetic material for a living organism from scratch. They're setting their long-term sights on fashioning a fully synthetic human genome. With bold promises of disease resistance and controlling human evolution, obviously this explosive progress has ignited ethical debate, as it blooming well should. That is going above and beyond. And he goes, as we rewrite our code of life 
we will revise the code of the way we live. Now, in there is saying they've got the right to do this. No, they haven't got the right to do this sort of thing. I mean, you start messing around with nature. Nature has taken millions of years to get us here. And we are a product of whatever balance that has managed to do. So, I mean, one of the ideas this guy put put forward was artificially inducing a red meat allergy. Because recently, I mean, I had to follow informations because remember recently in the last few months they were talking about oh these ticks are people are getting bitten by these ticks and things well the lone star tick apparently right can give you an allergy to red bovine meat imagine that bite you yes just imagine that just what imagine they that so you follow the tick thing back and you go well what one they looking at and then you follow it back and then you look into papers and people making speeches and it dropped you right in another science festival you know where they've been having getting chummy about it just quickly just quickly i'm just wondering because they're talking about gates is, is talked about this and i'm sure you're probably going to be throwing his name out there at any moment now um <laughs> He, yeah, if you can see the look on Ned's face. The thing that the Gates Foundation has actually been uh, doing is they've been modifying mosquitoes. And uh, he actually oh, yes. released the uh, the mosquitoes on stage once at one of these TED Talks. And they're talking about uh, releasing some mosquitoes that contain vaccines now. Yeah. So I'm I'm wondering if they've done the same thing, screwing around with the genome. Uh, he was actually told that that was not allowed. Do you think he cares? Yeah, no. He but, was told I mean, that some, he, some... Was to- he was told with his Terra Power company that this new reactor idea that he's got with yeah. um, with this new nuke uh, idea he's got. He was told by multiple multiple nuclear physicists, "You cannot do that because it's just too dangerous." It is too and dangerous. Do you think that he cares? No, they're going well, ahead on. He it. Well, he uh, created the vaccine, made his money. Went from fifty million, made it into five hundred million, and then bad mouthed the when he ditched his shares, bad mouthed it afterwards. Yeah, now he's promoting inhalables because guess where he put all of his money? <laughs> oh, whose money? Excuse me, your and my your, stolen money. Your yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your money. Yeah. Well, okay, right. Gates, Gates. Just another little memory for people. Yeah, he went to China, didn't he? and went to visit his friend yes yes and uh, and and between the gates foundation and bgi which is china they actually wrote a statement between them and they actually said to form a collaboration on global health and agricultural development with the goal of achieving common objectives in health and agricultural development the collaboration uh deals in human plant and animal genomes now this is the agreement he has with china right this is his written agreement between his foundation and china so when he's talking about common objectives that's between him and china no one else and so basically at the expense of your money at the expense of your life your children's life your land your social existence to come and everything this man and China had their own little pact, and it's written there, and it's available to you to see. And in 2010, when he visited the BGI HQ, he said basically they're working towards a goal of building a huge library of the DNA yeah, of many millions of people. So you might have thought it jokingly when people go, oh, yeah, China just wants all this information. Where will all your... Um, 
results go from when you've been tested for COVID and everything. Oh, that'll go back to China. And everybody goes it. And if it gets said enough, people just get immune to it. You know, that's, but this that's man a... has got his pact with China. He, he does. Yeah, 100%. People didn't even bother to stop and think when everything was going on with COVID, the mask mandates and the testing and everything else that was going on. And I said to the average person when I would have these conversations, I said, that mask you're wearing, you know, because I wouldn't wear one. So that mask you're wearing, do you know where it's made? And they said, no, why would I care? Most of them were made in China. I said, those COVID tests that you have to take, I said, do you even ask where those come from? No. I remember I was at the shop one day and I just, I asked the um, uh, the lady there behind the uh, the counter, I, the, the clerk, I said, can you hand me a box of those those COVID rapid tests back over there? It was like five for a euro or two or something like that. And she said, yeah, sure. So she hands them to me and I looked, I saw right on the bottom, made in Beijing. I said, nope, have a nice day. Thank you very much. I've never taken a COVID test, but nobody stops no. to think about where these things come from. Thing is, don't you see where the, the virus comes from, the masks, and the testing comes from, and then the result? I'll go back there. Does anybody not even stop to th like these are these are A, B, C, one, two, three things. These yep, are basic. That's, that's just a coincidence. Oh, she, of course. Yes. Just a coincidence. Uh, another 10 coincidences. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Another In 10 on top of, of another 10. Yeah. yeah. The coincidence is that. No, it's just a coincidence. Yeah. It might begin with C. So does China. But so does communist. the thing is, <laughs> yeah, I know. So does communist. But I mean, even the, what knowledge information everything right for some reason this is what they love even in the subtle way of when they go to you these, these companies that look into your hereditary for you they give it yes we got a special on or whatever but we need a sample of your dna so we can follow it up some of these companies do this and if you look into their the proper privacy things which you just accept and everything they keep your information and they are allowed to do what they wish with it. That means they can sell it. And even the NHS in this country, when um, the doctors, the the uh, GPs, the local uh, general practitioners got that wage hike from about 50,000 to 100,000, and then the NHS started to come out with, you can, if you went down your local surgery, you had to tell them not to use your information. You had to opt out. How many people that didn't know that? You had to opt out, otherwise they could use it and pass it on to third parties for your own good. Yeah, for of your course. own good, of course. Yeah. For your own good. But there's, there is 101 ways out there of this information. And the only way to avoid anything is to keep your own medical autonomy. In fact, you've, you've, you've got to relearn the whole process of healthy. I mean... Um, I mean, there was a chap that for several years, and, they, uh, there's, um, and he put a documentary out recently, I think, and it was to do with blue zones in the world, yeah? And it's an interesting look, but the one thing it does stress, apart from he goes into eating habits and he doesn't overstress certain things, you know, he does say plant-based and stuff like that, and but there are places in the world where there are people living to millennia, uh, living to centenary age and more, and they're still walking about and they're still laughing and they're still whatever. And it is the way of life. And the thing is, the interesting thing is, like we've always said, it's all about community. It's all about looking after each other. And these places do not have hospitals, care homes and stuff like that, you know, where they regularly visit and things like that because they don't need to, yeah? They they don't go around 
legging it down to the gyms, whatever, and stuff like that. But they do go about doing everyday stuff, whether it's the garden, whether they live in a mountainous area and they're walking up and down and stuff like that. This all adds to it. They do remain mobile. They have a happy um, way of life in such a way as that that they don't they look after each other they go around they sing they dance they they just have a normal or what used to be a normal life they eat i mean some of them are shepherds and stuff like that so you damn well know that they're going to eat every bit of the animal so they're meat eaters as well as plant eaters yeah and stuff like that but it's the way of their life and there are several ones in different different places of the world whether it's costa rica okinawa was one um, there was one of the Greek islands, but they actually live together and they work as a community. And if one of them needs some help from each other, they go along and do it. And there are people here and they just get on and they live. They eat sensibly, they play, they laugh. And that is how it used to be. And that is why people used to live longer. All this forced um, corporate idea and this medical dependency where they treat just the symptoms, because that's all they can, they, they generally, which will then mount up and cause more problems. We really have to think about it. I mean, th all these um, ways that they use their rhetoric to say, oh, that's traditional old ways, and they push it down on the youngsters that, yeah, yeah, you don't listen to them, they're just old gits, and, yeah. but they know. When you stop listening or losing the knowledge his of history and we forget and whatever you just then become an asset to the corporate greed and that is all you do become you become a number yeah and i would add to that that the corporations are under the influence of something else that wants to erase and rewrite our history and there's only oh, one God. there's only one ideological mindset on this planet that wants to do that we've got a bomb la hollywood <laughs> They've already it. done that, actually. If you hadn't just noticed, if you it. hadn't seen, yeah, if you had, well, no, you could honestly look at LA. I, I'm not joking. I look know. at LA, look at Detroit and tell, and then look at, I, I know that it's bad and all, but it's history. Go, just go and Google some images, do an image search of um, Hiroshima or Nagasaki, and then look at Detroit and tell me there's a difference. Uh, probably, they're probably all part of the same grace. There's of. not. There, there's yeah, not. Man. It's like the, the amount of destruction and the amount of devastation. And look at look at parts of L.A. It's the same way. Mm -hmm. it, it's not nice. But I mean, the people that live longer live because of their way of life and they are not medically dependent. My parents would cook and just about eat anything. And I grew up that way. But it starts at a young age. Your body set and everything is attained by the time you're about 19 or 20. So you should, and it always used to be, where when you went to schools and everything, sports were compulsory. Not if you had a, a disability or whatever, but sports were compulsory in one way or another. Exercise, yeah? So by the time you got to that age of 19 or 20, you had established a set which helped you later on in life and got you through things. Yeah, you can put it on or lose it or do whatever. And you continue it through life because what you need and what I think everybody has lost is a sense of purpose. If you don't have a sense of purpose, you will just give in. If you don't have a sense of worth, you will just give in. And sense of worth comes from self-respect and everything. And all this 
is just gets beaten down by society. Well, what can I do? Well, if you've got to say to them, well, what can I do? The models will just, you know, and if you're going to voice that, you've given in already. You've actually kicked your self-worth out the window, your self-respect, everything goes with it because you just become compliant, yeah? Because it's quite interesting because you you hear about the uh, uh, fear of flight and basically stress works in such a way where a certain amount of stress is good because stress releases glucose and you get that fear and flight and it gets you active and this comes with stress. But low levels of stress is, you know, that switches off. But you learn your own coping mechanisms with that. Yeah, you learn how to relax. You learn how to compartmentalize it. But if you're in a society where you're continually getting bombarded, stress levels go high and you do you do not know how to cope with these things because you allow it to get on top of you. And generally, uh, that makes you become more compliant because all you're thinking about is, well, I've got to go work tomorrow. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I haven't got time to do that. I haven't got time to do the right thing. I haven't got time to that. I've just got to continue down this same road. It's self-destructive. and the society that's been created and that social structure that has been created by those people that don't care, because they don't care. I don't care if you fall by the wayside. You will not find a Samaritan to pick you up, I'm afraid, because the majority of Samaritans don't exist anymore. They will just walk past you. It, it, it's, it sounds dark. It doesn't sound nice. But the only person that can save you is yourself. And that's, that's the end bit. I say to my child, if you want to get on in life, you don't do it for me. You do it for yourself, because if you don't do it for yourself, you won't achieve. If you do it for yourself, you get that sense of self-worth. And don't be afraid to fail, because no. that's how we learn. Oh, yeah, you make mistakes. Why do we fall down so we can get up again? Exactly. No, no, it's uh, one of the greatest benefits in my life has been having a child later on in life. And I'll tell you what, I've learned so much. And when I say things like to them, they ask questions. Children asked more questions than adults nowadays. Adults don't question anything. I would argue they didn't question that. anything. It's children either. So <laughs> these have been generations of conformists. That's yeah. that's what we've we've grown up with now is just the expert class and listen to them and everything's fine and listen to what the, the Fauci's of the world are telling you and, and we'll, oh, we'll all get through this and life will go back to normal. Well, has it? No. No. No, because they haven't quite achieved what they want. So they're going to twist it, put the thumb screws on again. Yeah, they are. As a matter of fact, today... You've already got, as, as you know, because they're already pushing these uh, these new jabs, right? They're already pushing it. The uh, Pirola variant derived from an earlier COVID spread may resist vaccines. So you see, you're going to need another one because the yeah. one they're getting ready to roll out isn't going to work. Do you know, there's probably, you see, they're not frightened of telling the truth in some respects because they probably got the Pirola variant and they probably derived yeah, a strain from it from the and vaccine, released yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, you can actually... It's 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 when they just come out with this and you give it. Oh well, we did tell them. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you know, it's that's, coming. That's kind of like the that's kind of like the 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 sick unwritten code of these people. They believe. And I'm talking like the gates of the world. They believe that when they tell you something and you do nothing against it, if you don't push back on it, then you're your accepting it. You're okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they believe so, it gives them the and, right. And so falls the weak as they see it. Yeah. And yeah, it's the miserable evil buggers that they are that are doing it in the first place that is no need 
you have a lack of humanity you should care for humanity responsibility comes with parenthood responsibility comes with all manner of things responsibility comes with just existing within the community or being a neighbor all those little responsibilities are there the more you have the more responsibility you really could have it's not that i've got just about everything I have more things than I need or I have more things than I needed if I had a hundred lives and sod you is not a good code as far as I'm concerned. Not because I don't have what they have. It's just that you have to have your own. Generally, I know for a fact that in my life, I could have at certain crossroads in my life made a shitload more than what I have. I mean, I actually turned down being a managing director at one stage just so that I could be with the person I wanted to be with and I know that yeah I could have been so much but no I made that choice I have not got a problem with it and that's what you got to do you've got to learn to balance your lives spiritually otherwise it's gonna shorten it is shorten and they're shortening it already that is the biggest problem and um a little one for Bruce don't give up because he said he's just about had enough already, didn't he? The other yeah, day, yeah, he's yeah, he's at the end of his rope. He's he's really he's agitated. Yeah, I understand. I, I, his I know. Though. No, I get it. I get it where he is. But um, man, we're all thinking about you. And uh, yeah, chin up. You yeah, know? we got about five minutes left here. Do you have any final points you want to make? Um, not really. Not everybody is a total git or a gimp or whatever. No matter where you are, what you've done, you can always take a step up and do something and you might say it's not as easy as that but give it a go you might feel good about yourself you know a bit of honesty a bit of whatever otherwise it's it, well yeah it, otherwise it's going to get worse before it gets better and this is covid2 comes around just tell them no tell them no this is your second chance to get it right and that's it that's it for me oh bless you all time to stand up i'm afraid indeed it is my friend we'll see you next week oh yeah yeah even if I, even, even if i get the next variant if you get the next variant if you get parola yeah if you get parola you'll be here yeah all right we will go ahead and call this one done uh, we'll kick out of here a few minutes early so I'd like thanks for being here today my friend thank you to all of the listeners god bless everyone have a great evening Good night.